1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X ninety two Nights, X mornings with Beckler and Shauna,
0: brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, uh, May second, twenty twenty three. How's your ass doing, Beckler? Oh, man, yeah, this is the uh, this is the the remnants of my illness coming <laughs> out the back of me here. So
1: <laughs> the remnants of uh, the death, something has died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Can Some we, small creature Crawl up your we, bum and die. We eulogize your gut rot. Okay. It's oh. I think I'm coming through to the other side of it though. I actually ate a full day's worth of food yesterday. I'm feeling better. Good. Feeling good. better. How are you today, Shauna? I'm
1: good, thank you. Yep, good?
0: Yeah. You've started your move?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Not yet. I mean I'm starting to pack.
0: Haven't yeah. found a place to live yet. I'm eh? still
1: homeless, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the rental market's a lot more intense than I thought it was gonna be, to be honest.
0: So is the housing market. It's just there. Are, there are lots of people coming to Calgary right now. Yeah. And not enough places for everybody to live. Mhm. It's a bit concerning. Um. Like, is it? It's more expensive than you thought it would be, or just?
1: Uh. Yeah. Less like inventory? prices have gone up. I think 37 percent. They said in the last year in terms of rental Holy prices. Whole yeah. uh yeah, it's becoming pretty cutthroat. There's a couple places that I've tried to go see, and basically before I even went to see it, it was it was rented out. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to become more
0: aggressive. So. Yeah, we'll see. You showed me one really cool place that had like the coo- the coolest amenities. Cause that's what all these condos are doing now, right? Yeah. The units themselves are very small, but then they have like wicked common areas, like restaurants and bars in the main floor. Yeah, that's and like
1: the new style of condos. So, and I've never lived in any like that. I've lived in I think eight different condos in Calgary. I've rented out um, different places and then owned, and I've never lived in one of these like new amenity types. So I was like, yeah. I'm gonna go check them out for fun just to
0: see what they kind of feel like you've always lived in like the walk-up type right the... yeah
1: yeah uh or just yeah condos that are just general condos but yeah all these brand new ones uh that's the big thing is yeah tiny tiny like 500 square feet but every amenity under the
0: sun the one you showed me has the coolest outdoor pool in hot tub area like it looks yeah. like it looks like a, like a Vegas it resort. It looks like or, Vegas, or yeah. Like a, like a resort in Mexico. It's incredible.
1: And there's like a TV outside by the pool so you can yeah. like watch your sporting event while you're... I know. It's, it's
0: all young people that live in these places, right? That'd be so much fun.
1: hmm Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So I'm, I have a couple showings for two of those buildings scheduled uh, coming up, yeah, this week. But it's so busy. Those buildings are... So busy right now that even then it's like I, I had to wait a week to even see the place. Wow.
0: So So those units are getting snatched up then? They are. Yeah. So we'll see if there's even any left by the time I, I get there. Who knows? But by the sounds of it, and I don't know, this was just like speculation that I was reading online yesterday it was on a Reddit thread, but people were saying that it's still it's still largely people from Ontario and BC moving here and like buying up houses and stuff because they can pay for a house mm-hmm. outright, like in yeah. cash, have lots left over. Totally. Um, but yeah, the housing market is the same thing. There's almost like nothing available right now. We couldn't have timed it any better when we bought. Yeah, I feel so lucky that we got it when we did. Cause no kidding. It's gonna get just tougher from here on out. I think. Yeah. I don't know if like we'll eventually be the next Toronto or Vancouver where everyone's house is worth a million and a half bucks. I hope not.
1: Yeah, I d- but, it's tough to say. I mean, we we sure have a lot of sprawl, which helps. Mm-hmm. Unlike Vancouver, right? There's just no more space there, right. which is the problem. Same with Toronto. Uh, that we can at keep least building
0: out, we can build out. So that's one plus, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually got some more to talk about that on tomorrow's show. So maybe we'll get into that on tomorrow's show. On today's show,
1: can, you wait? can um, I do a quick shout out before we get yo, there? Oh, please. Okay, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Ben and Celeste. Ben and
0: Celeste.
1: Yes, Ben I met over the weekend. Uh, super awesome. Um, it was nice. He was congratulating the Leafs. Met a couple friends of the show who are congratulating the Leafs because I was in my jersey and they're like, "Oh, good for your Leafs!" They're like, thank you. Oh, they're coming out so, of the woodwork now, are they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's good. It's good. Anyway. Yeah. And Celeste. Yes, and Celeste as was well. Was with Ben? Uh, nope but uh, his significant his, his significant other. Okay. So yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to them.
0: Thank Thanks you. for listening. Yes, you guys are, are the Venus best. Couple of Venus heads. Yeah. On the show today, we're going to talk about actors who get typecast. Daryl Sutter is out as Flames' head coach, so we'll eulogize him. A funny commercial that's on TV right now. Uh, What we're grateful for? Something annoying that you shouldn't be able to have at your house, in my opinion. Shauna agrees. A funny clip from a red carpet recently. Field trips from school, elementary school. My son Bo just had his first, and we'll talk about that. Um, A Terry of the Month nominee, a kind of broad Terry of the Month nominee. And we have a pretty good laugh at my wife's expense after your out of context clip of the show. You
1: know what? You got to do, money. You got to come up with better questions. Come on. Let's... The Beckler and Shauna podcast. McKenna's
0: been under the weather lately with the sniffles last few days, and she was telling me that last night before bed she was gonna she was gonna tape a potato to her feet and then put her socks over top. And I said, "You're gonna do what now?" Mm. And she said, "Oh no, it's a widely known cold remedy." She said, "Ask Shauna; she'll know about it." Nope, (laughs) I said I don't think she will. Oh yeah,
1: the the classic foot potato method. Ah, the old
0: potato feet. Ah, potato (laughs) foot.
1: Yeah, I just toss that potato.
0: Yeah, the doctor prescribed me a couple potatoes. I have
1: never heard of
0: this before. No, that's from the old country. I don't know which Um, old country it is, but
1: are you sure she didn't just get punked? (laughs) (laughs) Like somebody was just like, oh yeah, yeah, this is what you do. Okay, you take you take a potato (laughs) and you put it by your feet.
0: Yeah. I've Mi- heard of, like, Vicks Vapor Rub on your feet yep, and stuff, but even, I don't even know if that really that works makes or more if, sense. It, if it's just, like, if it feels nice and you think it's working. Yeah, but you
1: put that and then sock over top. I've never heard of a potato sock. No potato, no potato foot. Did Big Potato tell her that just to try and sell <laughs> some more potatoes? Oh, you feeling bad? Just, yeah, take one of our, buy a potato, okay? big potato, buy a bunch of them, in fact, and put them by your feet.
0: Is that a joke about the size of McKenna's feet? Well, big potato. She does have. Oh. oh, she's got feet on her. Can I call her Big so, Potato?
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> her new nickname. She's gonna
0: hate me so hey much. Hey big this. spud. Hey,
1: <laughs> Big Potato.
0: Yeah, a hey, potato feet. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> she didn't end up doing it because I made fun of her so hard. But I just picture her like getting ready for bed. Cutting up a potato. Well, like taping it to her foot. What if you have to pee so- in the
1: middle of the night? You have a <laughs> potato stuck to your foot. All then of a sudden you have to take the potatoes off. No, then, then you're, you're
0: making mashed potatoes there, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess you know, so. Mashed yeah. potato socks McKenna. You're gonna hurt so- <laughs>
1: You're gonna hurt your feet by trying to mash that thing in the middle of the night. Not with her feet.
0: Oh my. Not God. at all. And you know what? That's uh, I don't know. I've seen some big potatoes, but I'm thinking this is like a two potato per foot job. For her? Yeah, that's fair. Big feet on the girl. She's got a lot of big feet, yeah. (laughs) Big
1: potato mashers on her. Whole potato mashers. Oh, get a load of the potato
0: mashers on this one.
1: (laughs) I am so going to use that as (laughs) a (laughs) big
0: Yep, that's that's it. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I can go home after this show if she's listening right now.
1: I would like to nominate a Terry of the Month if I could. Or perhaps Terry's plural. Maybe just a Terry shout-out, actually. You can determine what... Okay. So I went out to watch the Leafs game on Saturday. uh, But I was at the bar that's... It's kind of become the unofficial Oilers-watching bar... Oh no. So for <laughs> you know, so for anybody, yeah, who's in Calgary who's an Oilers fan, you know, you you maybe want a place where you can congregate. So uh, of course the Leafs game was ending and right after is the Oilers game, right? So all the Terries were arriving to watch the Oilers and Oh Terries they
0: cram into that
1: place. It was completely packed. Yeah, there was a lineup of two hundred people outside at one point. That is how many Terries congregate here.
0: Two hundred Terries in line to get Terrys. in and it's already full of Terries. Yeah
1: yeah so this is what i was dealing with here and then of course the game goes into overtime which makes it even worse because then i'm trying to stay to watch the last and terry's just descending upon and it's just terry's terry madness is what's going on okay <laughs> then of course as i'm laughing because there's a lot of good terry looking dudes around and you know they have the classic terry look and i'm smiling and i'm like oh look at all the terrys and then the guy beside me he sits down and he goes hey can i have a bud light and the bartender was like i'm so sorry we're out of bud lights and I was just killing myself. And I'm like, okay, first of all, bad planning. You know, you're the Terry Bar. Terry wants Bud Light, and not have any Terry Bud I thought Terry, Terry was Bud
0: Light these Bud these days, though. I What's thought he was mad at Bud Light because they support that LGBT agenda. Oh, right. Agenda. Sorry.
1: I'm okay. All that small shot. These Terrys still wanted their Bud Light. Okay. And in these fact, are, they were
0: completely sold out of Bud Lights. These are Canadian Terrys. These are Canadian Terrys. They're still on the Bud Light train. They
1: sure are. Also hilarious because this is a bar that's kind of known for their craft beer. And the fact that Terry goes and he's like, I don't want any of that. I just, I'm sitting down. Do you have a bottle of Bud Light for me? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So keep, that was, keep the keep the bud lights coming. Keep the butt lights bud lights coming. Bud heavy if you don't got it.
1: Totally, yeah. So that was really funny. And then when I left, it was hilarious because the. It was the biggest smoke pit I've ever seen <laughs> out front of this
0: bar. <laughs> in, in between just, periods, it must just be like hundreds of Terrys on the street like, smoking darts. I cannot darts. even
1: imagine. Like I don't even know how they all... It would be a mass exodus wow. from the bar. Like I don't know. It's a stampede. I'm shocked people don't injure themselves <laughs> trying to get to the smoke pit faster. You know what I mean? Like, if I
0: could deal with that many Oiler fans, I'd almost want to go out and just do a little research on... little Terry research, see what this is like, but yeah. I don't know if I could handle that. No, it was hilarious. That's a lot of Terrys. A
1: lot of friendly terriers. That they were all like, a few drink like drinks deep, so they were pretty loose, you know, and they weren't stressed quite yet. It wasn't.
0: Yeah, wait till point. the Oilers lose. That's wait what till I'm it's saying. late in the game and the Oilers lose, and you a bad call goes against them. Oh man, you don't. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. My oldest son Bo, he's uh, he's eight. He's in grade two, and they had he had his first field trip last week. Uh, like they, ever, ever because he started school during COVID and right. has never got to go on a field trip until grade 2. Oh my god. Which is an absolute robbery. That's crazy. Um they went to Tellus Spark, which I think is a really cool field trip, isn't it? There yep. were good field trips and there were bad field trips. I mean all field trips were kind of good, you were leaving school. Yeah. But there were ones that were more exciting than others. No, and the
1: conservation area ones always bored me. Yeah,
0: they were I think I, would, I wasn't I, into it. I would love it now, mm-hmm. but as a kid they were a little boring.
1: Yeah, um, but, like, stare in this marsh and see if you can find a tadpole. Yeah, there'd I'm be like,
0: some strange woman named, like, Cougar. She had a wilderness name. Oh, who'd yeah, be, absolutely. be showing you around and was very strict. Although like, our
1: girl guys group, path. it was like donuts that the, the later first, she was a bit weird, too, and she would take us on. Anyway, sorry.
0: Science Center is a great field yeah, trip. Yeah, it's an awesome one. Um, But I asked him, I was like, oh, how was it? He said, it was good. And I said, how was the bus ride? Because sometimes the bus ride on a field trip when you're yep. that age was... The most fun part of totally. it. Totally. You get to sit with your friends, there's songs sometimes. I was like, Did you guys sing? He said, We tried to sing wheels on the bus, but the bus driver shut it down. And I said, The bus driver shut down wheels on the bus? You can't you That's can't your ch- song. What? That's your song. Are you trying to silence the children? <laughs> What are you trying to do here? Silence the Children is a great campaign S- slogan, by the silence way. Silence the Children. If you ran on ca- silence the children, nope. I think you'd yep. do well. That's, uh, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. But I was like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I get it. It'd be stressful to drive a bus full of kids all cranked up on their way to a field trip. But that's kind of, but that's your job. That is your that's job. what you doing. And they're singing your song. It would Oh, be like, man. Like, it'd be like if the military shut down the national anthem. Yeah. It's like, this is for you. No. <laughs> you can't that. You can't your, do you that. Can't, no. That's got to be the goat of bus songs, wouldn't you say? I think we need to have a chat with this bus driver, actually. And absolutely, that goes on the bus. Yes, I mean, there's quite a few good bus songs when you start
1: thinking about it. Like songs about buses, or songs you just typically sing on the bus. Either or, because there's a classic Take your pick. like "Down by the Bay" and "Ants Go uh, Marching." Those couple, those kind of songs as well. They kind of... The camp slash bus songs, I find they overlap
0: quite a bit, right? Big overlap. Mm-hmm. Campfire songs, bus two, songs. Two big ones, yeah. Um, I was thinking more songs about buses, but you're right. So... I mean... It's a classic. Yeah, as a kid, you, you're not singing that on the bus, though. That's, Nor are you singing this one.
1: No.
0: Don't. Don't think... Eight-year-olds are singing a lot of Guess I'd, Who on I'd the bus. Probably
1: <laughs> not. No, I yeah. don't think so. This one, maybe? Yeah. This would be my vote, I think. That'd
0: be your pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one isn't really about the bus, but it does mention the bus. Again, you're not okay. going to hear a bus-full eight-year-old singing it. But
1: no, no. We kind of ve- veered off the, the deep end of the bus. the the classic bus songs
0: these are true good good bus songs it's wheels on the bus for sure but this driver was having none of it do you have to hand in your bus license if you don't like wheels on the bus you might have to surrender that bus license. You
1: should you should just start teaching Bo how to sing the Guess Who bus song. <laughs> see if that one flies we or not. The two
0: bus rider by the <laughs> Guess Who the
1: and Shauna podcast. I don't know if you've seen this clip yet, but uh recently Tony D'Anza was being interviewed on the red carpet. I don't even remember which red carpet it was, one of the many red carpets. And uh it was a it just some some young dude and Tony Danza didn't like the question that was asked, so I'll just play this for you.
0: Now, what's your favorite New York City staple food item? Is it a pizza or hot dog? You know what you gotta do, buddy? You gotta come up with better questions. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I gotta go. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, he got, he got roasted. He got ro- you know what you gotta do, buddy? In. You gotta come up with There's better, better questions. questions. Oh, then you're just standing there with your microphone feeling uh-huh. like a dummy.
1: And then you just hear the awkward, like, giggle at the end. <laughs> Thank <I> just, <laughs> you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> So the question, if you missed that, it was, uh, which is your favorite New York staple food item, pizza or a hot dog? (laughs) I heard this and I'm like, what's your take on this? Is this, is this the TV version of the radio epidemic right here?
0: Yeah, probably. Is
1: this the TV version of what's your favorite flavor of chips?
0: In defense of the guy doing the interview, I have, I can defend him on two fronts. And this is the thing I was thinking. I can too. The first is that. It's all fluff on a red carpet, right? You're not asking, what do you think of the situation in Ukraine? You know, like, it's all fluff. Who are you wearing? Are you excited to be here? Like, it's all all super fluffy. And the other thing I thought of is there are hundreds of celebrities coming past the reporters. Yes. They don't know who they're going to get to talk Mm to. I know. So it's not like they can really... Prep for that interview, and they only
1: have twenty to thirty seconds in passing with each one anyway. So you can't ask a serious question no. or a question that involves any sort of depth. This is a question that you can ask and get a quick answer as they're walking by, yes, right? It's so
0: not like when we have a guest in studio, we know they're coming. Yeah, we get we have a lot of time to we look have into their captive. work. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We I can know. kind of tease it out a bit, and they don't get that that luxury. They Tony Danza gets pushed in front of them, and if the guy doesn't know anything about Tony Danza, yes. maybe he has one of these these softball questions in his back pocket
1: it is tough though because you are also supposed to be researched because you are supposed to know who is coming on the red carpet and who could pass you by so this one like i'm like you could have probably done a little better i understand it's all fluff but pizza (laughs) or a hot dog like that's (laughs) what we're going with really
0: i didn't even think tony was like super rude with his with his nobody sure (laughs) you know what you gotta do money you gotta come up with better questions
1: also oh, the fact you would just call them buddy. You know what you gotta do, buddy? The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: I saw this question asked online yesterday and I had a good chuckle. Hmm. Said, People with wind chimes, why? Yeah, <laughs> we talked you about this before and they they should not be a thing. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> I'm like, not the banning things type of guy. But if we're banning anything around here,
1: they should be illegal. They should be wind chimes. Like, <laughs> but like I get it, you know, in places that are a little less windy, but like in the prairies you should yeah. just not be allowed to have wind chimes.
0: What do you like what do you need wind chimes for? To know if it's windy? It's Calgary. It's windy. It's always windy.
1: Do you remember that stupid condo across from me that hung the wind chimes for a little bit and that alleyway that it's like it oh, is a yeah. wind tunnel and they put wind chimes <laughs> In a wind tunnel. Like, what are you trying... Look ab- at them
0: go. Holy Look at crap. those wind chimes no. go. Mm-mm. If you want wind chimes, go buy a slice of open prairie somewhere yeah, and just go nuts with your wind chimes. Cover your whole property in wind chimes like a lunatic. Yep. Just go nuts with it where it. it won't bother anybody. Nope. But when you're in the city, that's a decision that you make for everybody around you. Yeah. Some of them sound a little better than others. There's like the ones that are kind of like a lower, richer note. And those ones... Those aren't too too bad. No, still. Some of them sound really tinny though, like really clunky. Yep. Yeah. And then there are like the wooden ones that just sound like the bones of your enemy is rattling off your front porch. Yeah. You know, that's. I mean, that's I, an I interesting actually prefer decision. those ones
1: because those are less those are less invasive sounding than the, the plunky ones. Yeah. The
0: the bones ones. The bones ones.
1: They're they're, they're like deeper, so they don't carry quite as much as that one. You just that, get
0: a you get a bunch of different wind chimes going, and yeah, just really, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Oh yeah! That's
1: what nightmares are made of. You hear that?
0: It's windy. It's <laughs> yes. windy again.
1: Part of the world. Great, <laughs> great.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A
1: quick simple, What are you grateful for? If I could,
0: how are you grateful for? What are you grateful
1: for? Uh, the sun.
0: Oh, yeah. And the sun I know is great.
1: that sounds fragged, but uh, I was watching the national weather like yesterday, I guess it was. And the weather girl was like talking about, talking to people on the East Coast. And she said it had been several weeks since they'd seen the sun. And she was like, don't worry, though. This Saturday, I think we're going to see it. And I was just like, holy wow. crap. like going that long without seeing the sun
0: yeah you're you're looking way off into the forecast to see if maybe you'll catch a glimpse of it and even then it's not it's not for sure yeah she's like we're hoping
1: that the sun is going to come on saturday uh yeah basically she was talking about all the ways that you should try and get your own sun like she's like i hope you have one of those sun lamps or whatever but we are so lucky here because we never ever have to deal with that
0: well i mean a few weeks ago we had like three days in a row where it was gloomy People are like, all right, yep. <laughs> let's get going here. That's let's unheard get this- of here.
1: <laughs> Even my parents growing up, yeah, just outside of Toronto, they it's always dreary there, especially this time of year. And my mom was saying the other day, she was like, yeah, she got all excited because she saw the sun. She's like, kind of forgot. It's it's just this lovely little treat we get when we do see the sun at this time of year. And I was
0: like, oh. I didn't realize Southern Ontario was like that. Yeah. I mean, I know BC is famous for that, but.
1: It's kind of like the, the, that lake effect, I think. Anytime okay. you're near water like
0: that, it's just, it, it changes it a bit. and You get a little more dreary weather yeah that a is lot a wonderf- less of this. one of the wonderful things about living around here yeah just seeing the sun every day look how clear it is today look i know look, look at that, that. it's glorious
1: <sighs> yeah we've had how many days of this in a row yeah if we have one or two days without the sun it's, it's strange here yeah. so that's something i'm grateful it's been for. great it's a big one mm-hmm.
0: uh can i share what are you grateful please for? yes uh also a simple one but i'm grateful just to have a good relationship with my wife because so many, I mean, there's so many unhappy marriages. There's so yeah. many couples going through the motion. And you'll even hear about how how sometimes people talk about their spouses. It's awful. And that's very foreign to me because McKenna and I get along very well. We, yep. like, I love spending time with her. She's If I could spend time with anybody, it would be McKenna. And I mean, we're not bulletproof, right? Yeah. We have our highs and lows like every couple does. Of course. And I mean, even the the happiest marriages sometimes break down and you're like, what happened there? Mm-hmm. Um, But it's great right now. Awesome. Uh, it's it's good and I'm, that's yeah, a big one. It would be it'd be difficult to have to spend that much time, like live in the same house and make all these big decisions and raise kids with someone that you don't really like. Totally. So I'm very grateful that uh, that we do actually love each other. And next morning, the Beckler and Shawna podcast. Sorry, I kind of hit the button early there, Sean, and cut you off. Would you like to finish your joke that you were making? And feet. That's all I was saying.
1: Just wanted to toss in one more little foot. McKenna's going to hate me.
0: If you love feet, she's got a lot to love. A lot of feet to love, yeah. Um, she, she texted me after that. Well, actually, we got a text from uh, a friend of the show. Do we get a name here? This friend of the show, Ben. Uh, and he said you're just kissing up to her after the, <laughs> the potato comments no. so we kind of texted and she heard she heard what are you grateful for and she said that was that was so sweet and I was like oh, oh no. she clearly
1: didn't hear the <laughs> nope the feet jokes from earlier oh no Nope. <laughs> yep, she might change her tune right, real quick here
0: she only listens to the podcast sporadically so I might get away with this okay. still we'll see yeah, good we'll good. see <laughs> <laughs> where do you tuck your huge feet in at night is your Is your family starting to outgrow it? Are you looking for a change? You should talk to Shane Holmes if you 're considering a build. Uh, Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, which is something that not Every builder does, to my understanding. It's typically pretty expensive to customize a floor plan and to make changes, move walls, that sort of thing. Totally. Uh, but Shane Holmes can make that happen for you. ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shawna Podcast. If you've been uh, watching any hockey during the playoffs here, you may have noticed there's this commercial on TV right now. It's a GMC commercial, and it's showing the uh, the Sierra AT4, which is a beautiful truck, really yeah. nice truck, but mm, it's, you know, it's climbing mountains in the commercial, and it's setting up camp at the top of these mountains. Uh, Uh, but it's the tagline on this commercial that caught my ear it's the big truck voice and he says because the places that are difficult to get to are the only places worth going Mm. And I think like, that's well. First well, that's of all, deep. there's that's- some there's some real white bro sentiment to that, isn't it? One hundred percent. Yeah, It's a always, good white boy quote, quote for sure. <laughs> we always talk about white girl quotes. Yeah, white bro quotes are always about like grinding and working hard and yeah. stuff. So that's got the that's got the right. It's there white bro energy. The that's places good. that are difficult to get to are the only places worth going. Yeah. I also disagree with the sentiment of the fra- of the of the quote. There are plenty of places that are worth going that aren't difficult to get to. Yeah, not all places that are worth going are difficult to get to. No. No. My friends' places are very easy to get to. Yep. It's worth going there. It's worth having friends. The park. The park? Actually, just
1: outside as a whole from indoors. uh, It's not difficult to get to, and it's a a good place to be.
0: Pretty easy to get there. I was thinking, like, even my parents' place. It's a long way away. It's paved door to door. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Not difficult. Uh, Work, the gym. Sure. Your, your, place of, your place of worship? Mm-hmm. All of these places, pretty easy to get to. Mm. Definitely worth going. So I don't agree with the sentiment of that.
1: The Beckler and Shana Podcast. Well,
0: Sutter is out. Daryl Sutter's gone. This happened just as we were getting off the air yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and we just missed
1: it kind of on, way, on the way out. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn.
0: Mentioned it in the news this morning, though. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said Don Maloney interviewed was it 25 players, agents, yeah. and staff, and decided that the team needed to go in a different direction.
1: Yes. I guess the feedback he got was basically hmm. like, yeah, saying, I, ah, it's baby
0: time. I get it. I mean, Sutter was a controversial coach, right? His yep. style. I always think too much of the blame falls on a coach for a team that underperforms. I always think that,
1: yeah. And uh, I mean, it, no matter what, whether it's coach or not, it seems that's just what teams tend to do to show that they're doing something right being like oh look no we're gonna fix it the coach is gone once again
0: yeah and it's the easiest change to make right you can't gut a team as easily as you can replace a coach and even in terms of what they pay a coach versus what they pay a players yeah. like, pay the players it's, it's it's there's a big discrepancy there right
1: I know so uh regardless of how you feel about Sutter I mean I think we have to respectfully send him away
0: absolutely you got some words in eulogy for yes former Flames head coach Daryl Sutter hmm
1: we are gathered here today to remember Flames head coach Daryl Sutter for, well, the second time as Sutter was coach of the Flames back in 2002, and then again starting in 2021. And that 21 season was a big one for the Flames, one of the most successful yet. And, I mean, Sutter won coach of the year. And then the honeymoon phase ended and the Flames pooped the bed this past season like took a, a giant iced turd, a, a big rink fart okay Steamer. and just left everybody disappointed last like a piping hot piece giant of turd rope yeah. that you've never you've never seen anything like it anyway Sutter was a casualty you know he's he's a man with a lot of wins, but very few words. A man with a good record, but very few smiles. He was nicknamed the Jolly Rancher, ironically for his lack of Jolly, in fact. But anyway, Sutter, you know, thank you for your time. We'll miss you. I was going to say we'll miss your charisma, but probably not that. <laughs> <laughs> but your commitment, yes. Beclo, do you have a musical?
0: Trip? I do. Okay, great. Uh, and I thought I would sing this as Daryl Sutter, appropriately. Yes, please. Okay. to uh, say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> some uh, words in Italian here. Uh, <laughs> Paisi, uh, che, non, home, uh, veduto, uh, uh, oh my, veduto, il Don't have any Italian on the farm. Just
1: uh, just as heartfelt as always. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There are a lot of actors who are typecast. You know, they kind of get stuck in a certain type of character or role. Okay, this is one that always comes to mind. But Channing Tatum, for example... He is just a jacked dude who's dumb in everything. <laughs> yep, you know what true. I mean? Like very simple, just jacked. His shirt's always off and that's what he always is. That's yep. what he is only hired to do. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, even, you know, like tends to always play a similar character. A witty, charming dude, rarely in a serious role. Everybody always loves him. Like that's what he's the majority of the time yep. typecast as. Seems
0: like it's often dependent on your body type too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's totally <laughs> true. And it got me body. thinking though, I was thinking like, what type of character would be the worst to be typecast as? Because
0: hmm.
1: it would be re- it would be really crappy if you got stuck in a type of character. And you're like, oh, this
0: sucks. Like that wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah, like getting typecast as a Ryan Reynolds type character is awesome. That's great because everybody loves him. Totally. But if you're like, <laughs> if you're not
1: likable, there's there's one woman who do you know who Melanie Lynskey is? No. Okay, so she's in Yellow Jackets. She was in The Last of Us. She's in all kinds of stuff. But every time I see her on screen. I look at her and I'm like, damn, you are always cast as the crazy one. (laughs) She's always crass, just just a crazy lady, and I was like, that would kind of suck,
0: especially if she's just lovely in person. You know, <laughs> like she's not crazy at all. That's it. And what
1: really sucks is, as you said, it kind of comes down to your appearance. Yeah. So you basically, if you're typecast in that role all the time, you're embracing that you just you clearly look crazy. Like everybody looks at you're like, oh yeah, you'd be a good crazy
0: one. Or if you get cast as a villain and you're actually a really nice person, yeah. You, know? you it look, would look hurt like a villain. S- stories about people who played a villain so well that it affected their real lives like yeah. the kid who played Joffrey on Game of Thrones right or even like I don't know like Draco Malfoy yeah you know yeah it kind of sucks I think maybe the worst would be I've seen so many interviews um, like cringy interviews where Jonah Hill is asked about his weight
1: oh yeah
0: because he was cast as like the chubby funny friend yep and he's he's a great actor mm-hmm. who has played roles well outside that he's played serious roles he's, he's a, a tremendous actor with great range but yep Early on, like it's in any of every interview, like he was asked about his weight, and it was you could tell that he was like visibly annoyed by it. Yep, and that sucks. But
1: and that's uh, like there's a lot of actresses who have talked about that as well, being yeah. cast as the funny like friend next door who's kind of chubby, and then yep. that's it, right? Like you're like oh, you've got to be that in every role, and what if you lose weight or want to get away from that? You know, be tough. You actually are a really good actor, but nobody knows that. They just see you as the the chubby girl next door friend or whatever.
0: And then it's not just about your on screen. Persona, it's about your real life as well. Totally. The other one I thought of would uh, a real creep. If you're constantly, oh, yeah, cast is just a creep. You know,
1: <laughs> like that's that's you've got that creep look. That might be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, like, this guy.
1: I gotta think of Steve Buscemi a little bit. He's he's cast as a lot of creeps and. I mean, sure, at least with him, there's a lot of comedic sides to it. But yeah. if you're like the dark creep all the time, the real creeper, like that's cool.
0: I don't. And I don't think anyone looks at Steve Buscemi as a creep, right? No, he is a funny guy. And yes,
1: yes. But there are. But some. you're right. Yeah. If
0: you're the kind of guy that they could just throw a mustache and Dahmer glasses on, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, what is that? And again, is that what you see in me? It's
1: because mm-hmm. of your look. Like, if your class is a creep, well, it's because you look like a creep. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna
0: podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your. New home.
1: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you
0: use. Later. Later.
1: This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The
0: hamburger's coming back, so maybe if we all start talking about it, get on alert. Maybe Grimace will show up and beat the out of the hamburger. Who knows? That's What's the. F- the Why'd you have
1: to take it to that? Okay,
0: whatever. He's stealing burgers. fine if you just want to let him go.
1: X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.